Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Talk about driving this morning, shall we? You just heard in traffic that it is a busy morning out there. Not surprising on Halloween, especially when it's nice out there. I think everybody wants to get to work early and then get home early so that they can take the kids trick-or-treating and just participate and have a good time, right? So I would imagine that afternoon commute is going to be busier than usual too. But today's also a very important day that you really need to pay attention behind the wheel. Lots of kids out there, lots of excitement, lots of impatient people. Now, we're going to talk more about that, too, about the ways in which we have eyes on us when we are out on the road. Joining us now is Lorraine Sommerfeld, who's an auto columnist for Driving.ca. Good morning, Lorraine. Good morning, Sammy. We're talking about a, a concept that you've written about, and this is the idea of cameras being able to detect if drivers are actually using their cell phone if and when an accident occurs. Now, is this already happening, do you think? Oh, it is happening. Um, they're doing studies on it in the States, but two or three years ago, one of the Australian states, uh, New South Wales, they they did a fast study and went, no, this will help us. And it's expanded in um, Australia to two additional states. And what it is, is you, you're used to red light cameras and right. you know speed cameras. It's similar to that. And as you go by, it takes pictures and then AI can sort out. And this is like a manpower saver like crazy. AI can check. And if your hand's in your phone, then it gets forwarded to an actual person who can determine, yes, this driver was holding their phone and bingo, ticket. And frankly, the way we're going, people refuse to put their phones down. And I can't believe I'm agreeing with this, but I think it's time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that you can't believe it. Because you said in your column that you said we are long past the point of privacy when it comes to driving. Now, do you really think so? Because people still behave badly behind the wheel, (laughs) thinking that they're the only ones out there on the road. Well, everyone thinks they're an excellent driver. If you ask somebody, and I've done this in rooms full of people, it's like, are you a good driver? I'm an excellent driver. And I can tell you all. We only see one excellent driver on the road because that's us, right? So, I mean, everybody can't be terrible. But I think we take for granted how comfortable we are in our cars or an extension of our living room and our entertainment systems. And manufacturers have a responsibility here. They've crammed so many distractions in with the screens and, you know, to put on your heat your heated seats, sometimes you have to scroll down through three screens, which is abominable. That shouldn't be allowed. But we get, we're comfortable. Our cars are incredibly comfortable and we lose focus. And people are dying because of that, especially vulnerable road users who, frankly, have every right to be on the road. Pedestrians and cyclists, children you mentioned at Halloween. The phone has to wait and yet it's not. And, the, you know, it's higher than impaired rates. And that is really bad. We're going backwards. Yeah, we're not getting the message, are we? And also cars aren't helping. You touched on this and that cars aren't helping in the fact that there are more touch screens, getting more complicated. I thought it interesting that some car manufacturers are saying, no, no, like we've reached the the peak now of touch screens. It's time to kind of dial that back a little bit. Well, journalists, (laughs) that's me and my crew. We've been asking for 10 or 12 years since they started rolling out more and more of this high tech. We're going, no, 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 we need knobs. (laughs) 
increase. Yes, knobs. Temperature, <laughs> volume, there's certain yes. things that just intrinsically are a knob. And some of them putting them back in and say, well, all right, but we're still keeping the screens. And what's happening is manufacturers, if one does it, they all have to do it. Toothpaste is out of the tube. It's not going backwards, but it's it's wrong. We're not engaging with our cars properly because we're disengaging from the road. And as a driver, your eyes should never leave the road. They just shouldn't leave the road. Everything happens in a split second. And looking down at your phone, yeah, you deserve to be caught. They didn't. You know, there's an additional study where they can track. There's a gyroscope in your phone. And when you have that UBI-based insurance, things like that, your phone can squeal on you. So can your car. It already is. And I know the car is. I definitely know the car oh, yeah. is definitely ready yeah. to tell on us at any point, right? But oh, when it comes absolutely. to the phones, like, do we have to, is that the insurance company has to step in and say, you need to sign over as part of your insurance policy, the right for us to access your phone? I'm not sure how they would play this out. These are, you know, kind of embryonic studies right now that they're looking at. The photographs are kind of basic and we're already using that for speed and red lights and things. But the fact is that we should get used to the fact that none of this is private, like nothing. You carry a phone around. I see people yelling about, you know, protecting their speech and they've got a phone in their pocket that is dialing up ads for them as they speak. But um, yes, there's workarounds to disconnect that, sending it back. You have to ask someone like one of my kids <laughs> tells you how to do that. But if we're talking about keeping people safe on the roads and we've got this hard, hard line of people that will not, will not do what they're supposed to do. And I know it's a dopamine hit. It's like being addicted. It's like hitting 21 at the casino. We can't do it though. The cost is too, too high. Do you think we'll see more, do you think in North America, we will start to see these cameras that will detect people using their phones behind the wheel? Not so much if you've been in an accident, but just like a red light camera, it can tell if you're using your phones when you're not supposed to. I believe we will. There's two big studies out of IAHS that I wrote about in the piece, and they're definitely looking at it. They're keeping a close eye on Australia to see what kind of results they're getting. And the photograph stuff, frankly, we're used to it. We know that I was always against speed cameras. I'm not anymore. People just won't do the right thing. But I think we're going to see more now that the testing is going out that way. They've They've already looked at intersections. When you get off the highway, everyone picks up their phone. They know that. Yeah. But this is on the highway where you're going even faster. This would be able to catch that. And you probably remember there's a program out here, Hobocop, yes. five years ago. And if you got off the highway and it's cops looked like squeegee kids and it says, if you're reading the sign, you're about to get a ticket for using your phone. So and it, what do you think has happened though? Like, you, And you said yourself that you were once opposed to speed cameras, but you've changed your yeah. mind on that. Why? I think we're watching a generation or two of drivers becoming increasingly more angry and selfish. Uh, we're driving bigger and bigger vehicles that make us think we're invincible. And I think well, that's people, true. They're not understanding that driving and other road users, it's a team sport. It's not just about you. You wouldn't crash your, you know, your grocery cart into somebody and not apologize. Whereas you will intimidate the crap out of somebody if you're in a big pickup truck because you can. People's minds change. And the pandemic has lent. We know the anger is up. We know the desperation is up and fear. And fear comes out as anger. And we've just got drivers who are increasingly not very well trained, for starters, and angry. And that rage and anger is costing lives. And you read about you know, a death toll on something. Look at the injury number. Those are life altering injuries. You can't, we can't dismiss 
that fact, you know, that if you connect with steel and you're not in one as well, you know, you could be forever changed. And I just think we need to find a way to get drivers to give a damn about everybody else. And I don't know how we do that, though, Lorraine. You know, I, my theory I was always we need to go back to driving standard transmissions because there's no I have a room. Stick, so yeah. no one will steal it. <laughs> well, there's that too. Nobody will steal your vehicle, but also there's no room for lack of concentration when you have a standard. Exactly. Like you really have and, to focus. No, you're absolutely right, and you understand how your car works. Like you have a better feel for it and a connection to it. And I mean, that's not going to solve everyone's problems and we're not going to have that happen. But I think we have to find respect on the road again. And we have to understand that people have a bad day. Someone cuts you off. Don't lose your mind. Just go, you know what? Maybe they just got called to the school because their kid's sick. I mean, maybe they are really an idiot. I don't know. But I find <laughs> if, I, if, if I give people like a, a little space for some grace and go, you know what? I got to let them in there. Something's happening in their life. Mine's okay today. And then you can expect that when you do need it. And I know I sound like Pollyanna. No, actually, Lorraine, I was just thinking about how nice that sounds. And then I, I also need to do more of that. I just have a little bit of grace to say, okay, that person is behaving like a moron, but maybe they have something going on that I don't know about. There's frequently, it's not personal, you know, it's not against you. It's somebody usually having a bad day and there are idiots who are terrible drivers and they're dangerous and sure. they're racing and all that. Oh no, take, take their licenses away and never give them back. I, I get it. Agreed. But for most, most of us, it slips. It's a problem. It, it's oops or a bad day. And if we can just make some room for that, I think the roads might be a little safer, maybe. Well, let's see. We'll try. I'll try that, Lorraine. We'll see how it goes. Listen, (laughs) thanks so much for your time. (laughs) Thanks, Amy. That's Lorraine Sommerfeld. Lorraine is an auto columnist for driving.ca. She's been writing about uh, the issue of these cameras that are in use right now. They're trying them out in Australia. Could come here. And these are cameras. They're not red light cameras. They're not speed cameras. They go beyond that. These are cameras that can be set up to see if you are using your cell phone behind the wheel while you're driving like just in in traffic moving along yeah be able to tell if you use your your phone and then you get a ticket for that now that's going one step right beyond the red light the speed cameras which people are already kind of upset about but Lorraine feels like we have no choice that people were so terrible out there on the roads that we're not nice to each other we don't give each other the benefit of the doubt people are still using their phones they are distracted they're looking at their touch screens there's a lot going on. So what do you think of that idea? Do we now need to even police that? Because we have had cell phone camera laws now using them behind the wheel or cell phones, I should say, uh, behind the wheel um, for years. And it just doesn't seem to be getting better out there. I don't know. I still see an awful lot of people using their phones.